Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Behind the Raver Podcast. My name is Manny. I'm Mariana. And we are two of your favorite Chicago ravers here to talk about all things and talk about life, health, our favorite festival stories, um, who we share an equal love for EDM. Uh, this podcast serves its purpose to those who are curious about the rave culture and want to know what Plur is all about. Peace, love, unity, and respect is what we as ravers are going to share by discussing today's topic. Um, but before we get into the topic, we obviously want to do some introduction to our guest. Uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, our guest is Karina. Woo! Woo! <laughs> yes! Welcome hey to the guys. show. What's up? Hey, y'all. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Really this quick. me. Yes. I don't know if you guys know me. My at name is like Fitpunzel. Yeah, at Fitpunzel. On Instagram. And you're a uh, part of the Chicago Shufflers as well, right? Yeah, I am. Um, but I'm like a part of Chicago Shufflers and we have like a, a sep- separate well, group. Yeah, I'm in a separate crew other yeah, than that. 606. Yeah, 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 606, right? Yeah, so. yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So you guys, I think we want to start off the topic, obviously, because we are ravers. Do you have any music that you want to share? Yeah. How many people have been dropping shit left and right now? Oh, like, okay. So I'm mainly into techno. Um, I know Manny's like into techno mm-hmm. house. Um, I believe you're into like yes. house and. I'm into techno too. Yeah. Yeah. I she like said she, she just told me before the episode started, she was like really into techno yeah she oh, was like really, really like really yep. like, listen to it a lot more oh yeah. yeah dude i don't know it's just been something in me i'm tired of the dubstep and yeah shit. that's how Music i was my ears, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna see mariana dressed like in home black all black, yeah. all black. <laughs> next thing you know she's a techno dj for real, right? <laughs> but for real what's what's the song that you're feeling right now or it could be like an artist that you discovered or a mm-hmm. set maybe Ooh. a mix yeah Oh, actually, um, this isn't like a techno mix or whatever, but I am going to give like a little shout out to Ladies Man. Um, his name's Matt. He's from Chicago. He, um, you know, he makes mixes and stuff like that. He recently mm-hmm. came out with this one mix. I kind of, heard, I think it's like stargazing. Okay. But mm-hmm. they're like, I think he has like four or whatever. You guys should definitely listen to them. Yeah, really send, good. Uh, send Manny the link to that so that we can post it on our socials. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. post it. I will, but it's like very heartfelt, feelsy, mm-hmm. but Aww. it's also like housey. And- okay. Yeah, yeah, I live for that. I live for What that. would you say if you could like describe like one artist similar to that? that you Ooh. Know? Yeah. Maybe to give the people an um, idea. Um, well, he throws in a lot of like Will Clark mixes, okay. like remixes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. I would say like Chris Lake. Like okay, House I think I know okay. what you mean yeah, by yeah, feely, yeah, yeah. Like feely like, vibey. Yeah, like feely groovy. like housey. Yeah, like, yeah. You're just like, Ooh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is it like that song? Um, uh, what's that song? Uh, it's by Gorg. No, not Gorgon. Is it no Camel Fat and something oh uh panic room? breathe no br- oh. or that is it yeah. like that yeah kind of kind of like yeah progressive housey tech housey yeah or? tech housey really. okay okay yeah. okay okay that's dope say. that makes sense that yeah makes i'm sense. definitely gonna have to check that out yeah yeah <laughs> mariana what about you what are you feeling today um today i don't know man i like i said earlier i've been listening to a lot of uh maximo quinones mm-hmm. so he's a chicago-based house mm-hmm. dj too mm-hmm. And he did a user-friendly presents like feature, um, and he throws down some Beyonce, some Destiny's Child. Ooh. Yeah, does bro. he like mix it into like a house kind of yes. thing? I love oh when DJs my do God. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When DJs do that. I was so in love. Like that's the only reason. That's probably one of my favorite parts of the entire set, mm-hmm. <laughs> just because it's such a good ass throwback. Yeah. And, and it's so fucking groovy because of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna post a link. Definitely check out Maximo Canonis and check out. Ladies man. Ladies, Ladies man. Ladies man. Yes. And what about you, Manny? How about um, y'all both already know, but I'm really obsessed right now with Speaker Honey. Shout out Speaker Honey. Um, <laughs> yeah, shout she out to she her. Cute, she cute. She cute. She cute. She cute. Um, <laughs> she w- oh, wait, can I swear on here? <laughs> what? Yeah, you can swear. Oh, on okay. Here. <laughs> I 
fuck with her She's a mousetrap artist that I just recently discovered. Uh, she only has like 7,000 followers, but she should have more. I know she'll have more. She plays a lot, a lot of techno, and she has like a very mouse trappy vibe. She almost sounds like also, like when you listen to her sets, it almost sounds like those after hour sets where it's just like mm. vibey techno, and yeah. then it gets yes. really aggressive techno, and then it gets warehouse vibe, mouse trappy progressive techno oh, yeah and then it, she like switches it up in that sense and then sometimes it's almost like uh, throws in a little bit of like uplifting trance every once in a while and it just sounds really good so shout out to her because i posted her on my story <laughs> and then she like responded she's like thanks for the love and i was like i would love to meet you one day she's like hell yeah you know when things get normal i'm like Ugh. yeah djs that can throw in like um trance with techno Fire. Ooh, fire. Yeah. Not a lot of people can do that. Nah. I'd be like, uh yeah. it's not always the talk. like the best transition. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what makes her so unique is because you know some DJs like they're very specific to a specific genre. So it's hard for them to branch out. And if they do, their fan base gets all mad. We've all seen it. So mm-hmm. we know what yeah. that's like. Um but yeah, I guess that's what I'm feeling this that's week. Dope. Yeah, and listening. you yeah. guys um don't forget to like, subscribe, follow our socials. And we will definitely be posting links to all of these mm-hmm. sets of all of these artists. You know, music, like I said before, always unites us. So let's go ahead and dive into the topic that I've been so excited yes. to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's such a controversial yeah. and such a vague topic that I just feel like we should talk about it because yeah. here we are breaking the stigma of whether or not women and men can be friends right yeah without any sexual history or any or like type romantic of history. romantic history mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah and in, in in this episode we're going to talk about that but also just some of the challenges that you know opposite gender friendships often face especially Mm -hmm. if there's people in relationships or whatnot it can get kind of sticky it can be very challenging and how communication is so important too when it comes to setting boundaries setting boundaries we're definitely going to talk about that too about how to set boundaries with friends because we know that can be very tough especially if depending on how close you both are uh how open with communication you are um but yeah, this is a really good episode that I'm excited to do because it's just something a little bit different from, you know, previous episodes. We wanted to make sure and let you know that this podcast is not only about raving and whatnot, but just topics that are related to just everyday life that mm-hmm. we think about. And that we can honestly deeply relate mm-hmm. to, you mm-hmm. know. Yes. Yeah, so Karina, we did say you did say hello, but tell us a little bit more about yourself. And I guess maybe you can go into talking about how um, just your friendships are and maybe what it's like for you you know opposite sex friends like like guys versus girls um you know do you have more girlfriends do you have more guy friends which one do you kind of like vibe more with and why Mm -hmm. um so i want to think of myself as like i don't know i'm i'm like very laid back i'm cool with everyone Mm -hmm. um but there can be problems that arise with like you having too many guy friends because there's some girls that are like oh she's hanging out with like a lot of guys what a slut whatever i'll be like man dude i'm having the time of my life with these guys like they're awesome Mm -hmm. but yeah i like being considered like one of the guys and stuff like that because um i don't know just like that kind of love is different than like just having like a bunch of girlfriends that aren't very close right um, yeah it's definitely a different vibe when you hang out with men versus hanging yeah. out with just women yeah yeah i i can highly relate <laughs> yeah because i was yeah. gonna say the reason why we brought you on for everyone to hear is because i know that mariana you and karina you you both i feel like you get you guys definitely can be considered like one of the bros like one of the guys mm-hmm. oh yeah and it's a lot easier for <laughs> yeah. you for you both <laughs> It's a lot easier for the you both of you. You put us on like a football team together. Yeah. We'll fuck y'all up. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Be like, um. Yeah, y'all can rose better than most guys. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's why I wanted to like, I wanted to people kind of hear your both of your sp- perspectives uh, specifically because I know that it may be easier for you to I don't know have friendships with with guys than with women. I don't know. Have you have you experienced that, Karina? Like, is it easier for you to make friendships with guys and? And if it's harder, let's say, for you with 
woman, why is that? Um, I think it's because, or I think I, I like get along with guys more because of like, I like doing guy stuff way more. Like I okay. grew up with mm. two older brothers mm-hmm. and I've always been around them and stuff. So like, I feel like my personality is based off on, I mean, what I grew up with. So I grew up with like, obviously playing Xbox and like all these like other things. Like, mm-hmm. all right, that's kind of like, you know, um, basic to say because not basic but like a lot of yeah, people are gonna be like oh, oh well a lot of girls say like yeah they play like games but do you really yes i do yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I agree. um but yeah especially this quarantine i was like damn i'm so bored let me get back to gaming mm-hmm. and i went back with like um getting like my xbox live membership and yeah i was just playing during quarantine when it was like super bad mm-hmm. for a lot of Fortnite and a lot of um modern warfare mm-hmm. and all that stuff but so, yeah so i grew up with that mm-hmm. and like a lot of sports um i was always playing on co-ed and i never liked playing with just girls too because i'm like man y'all some like you guys get hurt like so easily oh, like, okay. come on be aggressive <laughs> Right, right. And yeah, just all that stuff. So. so it's basically what you're saying is like you're what you grew up in, the environment you grew up in at home definitely Oh yeah. Had an effect on how you kind of dealt with like and interacted with you know, with other men and even other women. Yeah, and I feel like um in grade school and and in middle school I was just like I don't know, there were either you were you were either really girly mm-hmm. and like liked all these pink things and all uh-huh, this stuff. Sure, sure. Yeah, or you weren't like a part of that little like, and you were like a tomboy. kid. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. I was like just there. I'm like doing mm. my own thing. I'm like, yeah, like cards and games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, all that stuff. So yeah. yeah. I definitely do think that like the way you grew up does have an effect on how you form opposite sex uh, friendships. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I've honestly like I am no joke. That's exactly how I kind of grew up. Like I feel like maybe I was a little girly, Mm. but that was just because of, you know, my mom. Mm -hmm. Yes. But in terms of like my activities, Mm -hmm. they were very active. Like my my dad would teach me volleyball, baseball football i played football and then i lived in mexico mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. mexico is like such a different upbringing from yeah, a lifestyle sure. here that you know i grew up very very old school and very hands-on with everything mm-hmm. so here now with friendships it's like i have to do shit like mm-hmm. i can't just go to somebody's house and just sit there and like just talk mm-hmm. about random shit you know yeah. like of course i could do that with another girl but it's like what are the conversations gonna be about yeah you know right. like if it's not about other people mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I yeah feel like that's you're a right lot of how that's i feel like that's how mm. women are a lot yeah and it's like i do have a few female friends mm-hmm. you know don't get me wrong i love all of my female friends but it's like i can't have more than that more than that is just way too fucking overwhelming. Well, yeah. I was going to ask both, both, and this goes out to both of you. Um, you know, what have what have you seen that's been challenging for you to connect with other women? What's been, what's kind of been holding, not holding you back, but you know, some people they just can't like. You know, I'll get into my story later, but you know, um, I know for me, like, it's hard to connect with other guys. Um, a lot of the times, it's easier for me to connect with women. Um, a lot of it has to do with my upbringing and my family, but. You know, for you, for the both of you, what makes it challenging, like, to make start conversation with women, keeping a conversation, finding similar interests, mm. having that passion to even want to talk to them and be friends with them, and yeah, I mean, what dude for me? Your story? I feel. Like <laughs> 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 I feel like for me, it's just very hard. I don't know. I like I don't like judging based off of just like looks. But a lot of the times, if someone looks like a baddie, like an Instagram baddie, mm-hmm. I'd be like, dude, I don't like, what am I going to talk to about? Like, what am I going to talk with her this? about? Yeah, yeah like, like, I'm like, all right, I don't got a Versace bag or oh, okay. like Louis Vuitton stuff or uh-huh. whatever. Sure. Or like, not to like bash that, whatever, they're hot, obviously, but... um it's I'm like you like, can tell that they have a different personality and a life, a different, lifestyle. different lifestyle. Yeah, they live on like that luxury. I'm like, I don't know, man. Is this just... every girl though that you meet? Oh no, no. Okay, um, so... I'm no, just no, saying. No. Yeah, just like some of them, I'm like, 
I mean, I can probably already tell that we're not going to okay. be, like, the closest friends. Like, I'll be cool with you, but, like, mm-hmm. we're not going to relate on, you know. Much. Yeah. So what about the ones that, okay, so obviously the persona, you're like, all right, we're not really going to click. What about the ones where you think that you are, but you end up not? Have you had ex- any of you ex- had experience like that? Yeah, I'd have. I've had, like, girlfriends, like. I don't know. I don't want to say like try really hard to be my friend, mm-hmm. but it's like they sometimes are so overwhelming for me personally, not because I find them annoying, but I'm just not so used to having another person care so much for me because okay. guys, they don't really fucking spam text you. You know what I mean? Like they're kind of like, yeah. hey, Unless bro. it's the ones that like like you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, no. yeah. Which we'll get into. Which we'll get that's into. A whole yeah, different yeah, story. yeah. But like in terms of my male friends, <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, you up? <laughs> like, you know, in Two terms of my male friends. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You up, you up? <laughs> but and you know, I guess it also depends on the conversations, really. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, no. I, I feel... don't really know how to talk to other women. Like, yeah. I can't, because the thing is that I'm such a fucking jokester. Mm-hmm. Oh, and dude. Oh, that, so girl's, that girl's my And a lot that. of people are like, all right, what the fuck? That's not funny. Or so you're like sensitive. immature. Like yeah, something like no. that. Oh, I'm okay. like, do you think it's because of like the stereotypes that like often think that women can't be goofy and dorks yeah. and funny? Especially yeah. when fun they're around. Especially yeah. when they're around like other men and there's oh, women sure. there. Oh, sure. And like, sure. I don't know. It's just some people just act different or like they just want to, mm-hmm. they think like being mature is like not going not eh. not goofing around mm-hmm. not like being funny and like i don't know just okay they yeah. just aren't themselves i'm like dude chill it's not the serious so yeah like, plus like guys are always down to do shit dude like yeah. they will you know it's a very rare occasion that a guy won't show up mm-hmm. to go hang out with you it doesn't matter really where where it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, you're gonna find a connection with the yeah, person, sure. and you're gonna find like something that y'all both wanna do. Mm-hmm. But guys aren't picky. I feel yeah, like yeah, no, yeah. I don't. I don't think I've ever met someone like, well, like a guy that's like really picky, unless it's like with their food. Sometimes I'm like, all yeah. right, that's fine, whatever. Yeah. But. If I want wings mm-hmm. or something like that, we're going to go get wings, whatever. Right. And and just for people, when they're hearing this, just know that these are just our opinions and our experiences. So these are the conclusions we've come up with. This doesn't mean yeah. that this like aligns Applies with... Applies with everybody. Yeah, with that, like you can disagree because obviously your life experiences were different from Karina's and Mariana's and mine. So I think that's like something to remember that mm. we're just saying based off of our experiences, what we've came to a conclusion to. Yeah. And I just like, like I said before, I brought you on because... I know that both of you have gone through similar experiences with just with friendships and when it comes to like men and women. Oh, um, wait, can I say oof. something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, my friend was just telling me, she was like, yeah, um, well, like her roommate or whatever. She was like, yeah, she's really cool or whatever. Um, but like, I don't think I would like hang out with her on that level mm-hmm. because her and her, I guess her and her friends are like the type that are like kind of low-key judgmental and i feel like that can happen which is kind of mm. it's super common when yeah. it comes to women okay. so that like intimidates me i'm like yeah. what like I can like see if that. i smile at you and you don't smile back oh dude. or you just like especially in the eyes. rave scene especially dude. at a festival oh. or a show you know how girls be like because they be like i don't know some people try to put on their best self but i know there's a lot of like very you know rude girls out there i've never seen it influencers sometimes that are just people in general i I just you can just tell you can just tell when they're not like i don't know i've actually never seen it in the rave scene which i'm glad i haven't because i'll probably be like okay then bitch fuck you too (laughs) (laughs) but you know (laughs) with love yeah Yeah, you know it's like that customer service shit where it's like you say hey to a customer and they don't hey how's your day going (laughs) <laughs> all right, can I get this, this? All right, fuck off. Yeah, all right, fuck Whatever. Fuck <laughs> um, but how about you, Manny? Because I know you mentioned how your mm-hmm. upbringing is a little different from yeah. the typical man. Mm-hmm. So we just want to know what your experience has been like forming relationships with men and yeah. with women. Yeah, so uh, first of all, for a lot of the guys listening... So I identify as like a cisgender, straight male. So for me, my experience has been 
I guess you can say besides grade school and high school, all my friends have primarily been women. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that has to go with, and it kind of goes, aligns with both of your stories where you grew up around kind of more of a male, just persona type. Um, and you kind of had those examples in your life. Same here. So my immediate family, when I hang out with them, I see my three aunts. Um, my, my, I live with my mom and my sister. Um, I have an older sister. And then I see all my nieces. I don't, I'm the only boy in my immediate family. So I get like treated like a little prince. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't help at all either. Because <laughs> um, my two uncles are there, but they're like 40 something. So they're yeah. like, you know, they're basically almost double my age. So it's hard for me to, I guess I've always grown around women and being emotionally vulnerable has always been at the forefront, you know, mm-hmm. especially when you're like, my mom's very emotional. Oh. Uh, so is my sister. So and even my dad, he was a very, he's a very emotional man. Uh, yeah. I've seen him cry a lot. And I think because of that, being emotionally vulnerable and being open about it and being maybe charismatic has really, I think that's what helps me connect with women because women are also more emotionally vulnerable and open mm, social yeah. creatures. Mm, and when you can, <laughs> and when you can, like, when you Without can get that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say no doubt about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and I think, <clears throat> I think what really helps is that when you get down to understanding how maybe a woman, like often when I talk to, to my female friends, like both of you, you know, I'll ask those emotion seeking questions or I'll let you vent or let you talk about your day or things like that, Mm -hmm. that you may think is just normal conversation. But I know that's because that's my way. That's how I've always known how to do things like to connect with people. And for guys, when I try to do that with them, it's very hard because they're like, wait, what? You know, (laughs) Um, there's only like maybe two guys out there that I know. Yeah, two guys that I know that I can do that with. And that's my buddy Ari. Um, Oh, I love Ari. Yeah. And my buddy Victor, uh, he's also someone who I can like be open and talk to with. And he'll kind of give that same energy back. Um, But with other guys, it's very hard because they're it's like you have to have some sort of medium to connect with them. It's either sports, um, getting ass. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know stuff like that, and it's like I'm, I'm like I'm not trying to like that's that's cool and all. Like I'll talk. I love sports, but at the same time, it's like we, like how are you doing? Like what's going on? You know. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, I think that's what's. I mean, I, th- I think that also the fact that you're just a therapist and that's what you specialize in yeah. just become just yeah, makes you a just little bit more that. personable. Yeah. yeah, that not a lot of other people are, or I guess men are used to because of the fact that men are brought up to think that they shouldn't have emotions yeah or they they don't even teach men how to like feel the emotions yeah or make friends with other men they mm -hmm. teach they they only teach you especially in society they teach men oh you should learn how to go get ass that's all that matters or go talk to a girl and not so much like like oh you should learn how to how to talk to other guys and make guy friends and make good quality guy friends Mm because you're probably just making any kind of guy friends and those Mm -hmm. guy friends are probably having some sort of um impact on what you view woman as Mm -hmm. so that's why you know and it's a never-ending cycle and you know again this does not apply to everybody this is all just based on your life situation it all depends on how you grew up um so no discrimination here on anybody (laughs) so karina i do want to ask you a question do you think that men and women can be best friends of course i think so a hundred percent so the reason why i wanted to ask you is because obviously a lot of people think that men and women cannot be friends um Mm -hmm. without there being some sort of sexual attraction right yeah no sexual attraction but what do you what do you think about that how do you think that male friendships form for you Ooh, okay i don't know um so (laughs) (laughs) so one of my um i remember one of my okay so one of my best guy friends right now he actually had a huge ass crush on me and like years ago mm-hmm. and um i guess that's what had that's what like gave him the courage to like talk to me like more than he did or more than just like a friend or whatever mm-hmm. um and i pretty much like turned him down i was like oh yeah not really looking for anything like can we just be cool and then after that we were like the bestest friends ever mm-hmm. and like we still are he's my homie 
So um, I think see that's a that's a man who can take rejection perfectly yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's also I feel like okay, well, how do you feel about where when some people say that guys are often waiting to make a move, so they just settle for a friendship, and they're just waiting to make that move at the right time. Mm. What do you think about when people say that? I think that. I think I can probably detect it like early on if mm -hmm. that person is still trying something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I just kind of keep my distance if I'm not really feeling it. If I am, mm -hmm. obviously going for it, whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, if I'm not feeling it, I'm like, uh, no, not gonna feed into it or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So how would you? I mean, obviously, like you're not in a relationship right now, but let's say you were. Mm -hmm. And you made a new friend, right? Mm -hmm. He's just a coworker, you know, but y'all are cool as fuck. You find out he raves and y'all end up bonding over, you know, whatever for over house music or over whatever. Right. Yeah. And then you come home, you tell your boyfriend, hey, babe, I met this guy. He's a coworker of mine. Um, but we just, you know, it's nothing, nothing serious. And then they're like, nah, 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 nah. I don't oh, trust them. This I don't has want happened you. before. I don't Actually, want it was you. Manny. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, Manny shit. and Damn. Remember, well, my ex, remember? Okay, so. Which one? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? You're like, wait. Number like 76. No, I'm just <laughs> nah, um, Well, I mean, the Ooh. only one. I, I'm not going to say the name, but you know. Okay, fine. You know, well, okay, so I'm going to say like the you know uh scenario when it happened i'm okay. pretty yeah you know so like Halloween? we were at no 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 that's not even okay accident. go ahead tell your story right, whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> i'm like who um when we were at i think it no this is definitely like last year mm -hmm. um it was can you hear me yeah I can hear okay um what was it like dirty bird or like what was that other festival? Night base. Yeah, Night Base. There we go. Oh, I love, I fucking love Night yeah. Base. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was festivals. Uh, when you met me, dude. When you first met okay, me so, and you yeah. saw me like. Oh, and I pulled you over. And yeah. I was like, yo. Okay. All right. So basically, yes. oh. yeah, me and my ex were together, That's blah, blah. We were um, at Night Base and he had went to the bathroom, poured potties, you know, and I was just there waiting and I think it was shuffling. And I don't know where Manny saw me, and this is the first time we met. And he like came up to me, and he was saying he was like gassing me up. He's like, "Oh, you should blah blah blah, um, all this stuff." And mm -hmm, then I think mm -hmm. like we got each other's yeah. Instagrams, and out of nowhere, like when that was happening, my ex came. He's like, "Oh, like, he was trying to make himself like you know like oh what the fuck, dude? Like I'm his I'm her fucking girlfriend or I'm her boyfriend. Sorry." I don't remember that yeah like he was just being like weird and i'm like all right whatever but um yeah after that he was just kind of being very insecure and that's when you i think you introduced yourself to him and mm -hmm. that's when he like kind of come down but after he was like oh like what the fuck is that so then me and manny started like talking like way more um but manny did like uh, stir up the pot or whatever no he well before because like he got he made him insecure for a second yeah and yeah, then, yeah you know calm down after I yeah because like then we started um going to because he pretty much like introduced me into chicago shufflers mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and yeah. once we started going to like the chicago shuffler events I brought him with, and that's when he, like, felt more secure. Yeah. Because he yeah. would, like, talk to Manny more. But before, I'm like, dude, chill. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I think the thing cool. that helps in that situation, for example, and for anyone, like, hearing this, is that what helps, because I know I've been that guy where I felt insecure, so I know what helps is it's important as if you're going to be a male friend to a girl who's got a boyfriend, it's it's just a sign of respect. I, like, I always, like talk to the, the the boyfriend like i always talk to eden i mean regardless i still talk to him but yeah. like when you're first introduced to someone you you want to like be like i'm not a threat like, yeah, like don't worry 100%. like i and i never want to make mm -hmm. and i think that's another thing why um that's something i just like i recognize because i knew that's that's probably what it was and that's yeah. what i always assume right away like don't worry i'm not a threat i'm just saying hi yeah and i mean either way like when you meet new people you come with the intention of just being friends mm -hmm. yeah. in the beginning you know unless you have like an attraction then that's different 
but you know you usually can tell when somebody's just coming up just to have a conversation so it's like at that point you need to make sure that you're identifying the situation correctly and if you do have any um doubts of how you perceived the situation then that's where Mm -hmm. open communication comes in and yeah you know you the fact that you brought your ex around manny and you weren't afraid to be like no you know like i'm gonna go hang out with manny and you know mm-hmm. do this and do that like no you but it's brought not like him. us by ourselves it was like yeah it was like no, always no, no, in a no. group that's setting. what i'm yeah. saying yeah. but even mm-hmm. then guys are still like i don't want you fucking going nowhere bitch if you oh if dude, you were, yeah. if you're gonna go to the bathroom you better ask me for permission <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean no i um, feel like even when that person like makes themselves like hey i'm not a threat like tries to talk like to the other person to make sure like just to, like reassure yeah, them that mm-hmm. they're literally not a threat um and i feel like if the other person still takes it as a threat somehow i think that's something within themselves that they have to figure out and that yeah that shouldn't be put on like so how would you feel if your ex was the one who had the female friend first i mean they did um but there was just like some other problems that like arised so that's kind of a different story mm-hmm. um but overall like yeah we're we were friends before we even started dating mm-hmm. so we kind of knew like um your history of friendships and stuff yeah and then we knew like the same people too and then oh, we would also okay. meet like new people at the same time or like together oh, okay. but yeah see i mean and we're talking about instances where we've been in like because you and i karina and i are both single so uh for example like hit me up hit me up (laughs) (laughs) okay um we like i've been in a relationship where and and she's even admitted that she was she always thought or she didn't always think but she told me recently she's like yeah and back in the day i used to think actually think you were going to be like the type of guy that was going to like go like like cheat or something or you know like oh mine was a cheater for sure oh well she thought she thought i was going to be and she's like but i realized you were never that and um it took me some time so even as a guy i've experienced where i've had a significant other and she would get jealous of like my female friends or just be like who's that huh Mm -hmm. what you know and but she would be joking about it but then she would low-key like it would be her way to kind of cope with it yeah it's like not trying to play it off all serious and start a fight but then it would build up eventually and then would come and i'd be like what this is coming out of nowhere you know yeah um so that's like an experience just as from a male perspective where i've experienced where you know my my ex she's even said that you know yeah Mm -hmm. that's been a challenge too yeah insecurities runs both ways Mm -hmm. yeah if i was in a relationship right now the things that i would do differently is like bring my friends way Mm -hmm. more around Mm -hmm. like my significant other and be like yo if you don't get along with these people i don't know what to tell you dude like so how about like new friendships though like let's say you're in a relationship and you meet new people all the time Mm -hmm. so and your significant other isn't comfortable with that I think how would you handle that situation to set the boundaries? Because of course, you know, like you're your own person. Yeah. You know that you would never hurt that person. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, that person just not cannot like just cannot accept the fact that you're meeting new people every day. And the people that you happen to be meeting Mm -hmm. are mostly men. Yeah, true. You know, like, how do you, (laughs) how do you handle that situation? (laughs) You, Manny, how would you want that situation to be handled? I'm just going to put it out there. I'm also bisexual. So that was kind of also a problem too sometimes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It'd be like that. Yeah. I'm like, um, sorry, man. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. My coworker, Maria, if you're here in this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Hit me up. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Nah, I'm just playing. Um, Yeah. Nah, I feel that though. (laughs) (laughs) You just got red like them. I know. Putting me on blast. Wait, what was the question again though? For real? How would you want your significant other to handle a situation where um, you're not comfortable with them meeting so many yeah. new people? Um, Even though they've proven you, you, to be very, very faithful you said to I, you. I'm not comfortable with them? Like if I'm not Correct, yes. Um, How would you want somebody to handle the situation with you? Honestly, it, it comes down to 
how willing are they to be honest and with communication? You know, I, I know that's, I'm going to get more in detail by specifically saying, um, the last girl I was talking to that you both know, um, <laughs> I was actually very uncomfortable because <laughs> she who shall not be fucking named, um, bro, we got a whole hater club. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. I swear. Um, so actually one time I was actually very uncomfortable by the fact that she was just like, like kind of like what you were saying. And well, my hunch was right, but the point is that I felt very uncomfortable. So I actually pulled her aside and I said, Hey, you know what? This is how I'm feeling. And I really don't like it. It was very hard to say it because Mm -hmm. nobody likes to have confrontation, but I, I pulled her to the side and I said, Hey, I feel very uncomfortable when you, and I explicitly said, you do these things, these specific things. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel very uncomfortable. I just want you to know, don't get offended, but I want us to work it out. I want us to talk it out because I don't want, um, you know, I don't want you to like get angry or whatnot, but I need you to understand that. And, um, I need you to, to be able, like she needed to be able to validate my feelings as an example and be like, Oh, you know what? I understand. You know, let's, let's talk about that. Maybe we can Mm -hmm. come to an agreement of something where we both feel comfortable. We both feel respected. Um, but I guess that's how I would handle it. It's just like confronting them about it and being very Mm -hmm. open and honest about it because it's the only way to deal with things. I don't like kind of like kind of waiting and just assuming and just not talking about it. And then, you know, it's like, I'm going to tell you. It's like full, full, um, disclosure type shit. Yeah, I have to. And that's, that's just what works for me. Mm -hmm. What about you? Um, I think I would probably try to prevent it as much as I can before I even get into the relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I would make sure that person knows like, Hey, well, I'm like going to shuffle sessions all the time. Like there's new people all the time. Um, and when I was like getting into Chicago shufflers, I met all these people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to happen for as long as I like go live. out. Yeah. For <laughs> yeah. as long as I live yeah. pretty much. Yeah, of course. Um, apart from that, like other activities that, that I like to do, like, yeah, go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, Go to bars. Just go out. Yeah, period. I I'll go, go anywhere. Bitch, I'll make a friend at fucking when I'm hiking in the middle <laughs> yeah. of nowhere. Yeah. I yeah, I like making friends like anywhere, but it's just it, I don't know, it's just easier with guys because like right. you can just fuck around and like say some dumb shit and then they're like, ah ha, that's funny. Yeah. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've uh, never met another girl that's just, mm-hmm. just as funny as me. Like I can <laughs> yeah. I crack myself the yeah. fuck up all the time, twenty four seven. Yeah alone or with people and i i think that's the reason why i've just mm-hmm. never had like a close female friendship because yeah. okay. or but, girls but that let don't ask, use memes let me ask oh let God, me ask you both <gasps> of these things let me ask you both <laughs> of these things really quick i have a question so because i i think this is definitely i kind of align with this a little bit i feel that though even though you have your friends with the opposite sex there has to be some sort of at least some sort of physical attraction initially it doesn't have to last it could last for five minutes but like there has to be some sort of physical physical attraction for you to want to like talk to i don't know not all the time i won't say all the Mm -hmm. not every single friend like Mm -hmm. um but like let's be honest like i was physically attracted to you both like when i first met you i'm just being brutally honest i mean i was too the fuck (laughs) i think but yeah but then i realized you know there's more to this that we what we have than just physical like attraction Mm -hmm. i actually want to be your friend you're actually really cool and then that kind of flew out the window and i didn't care Mm -hmm. um or just a couple of hot friends like yeah yeah literally can't help that yeah literally but what do you think about that like do you think that's true for in your in your lives because i know it's true in my life not for every single friend out there but every female friend it's just there's some friends like i still find attractive but i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. ever cross that Boundary yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't, don't know. know. I think we're human, man. Like, yeah, like if we find like physical attraction is just scratching the surface. Yeah, actually, that's, like that's right. that's going right. out and like having sex with them and like taking them on dates and like talking and stuff. That's different. Mm-hmm. Like, you mm-hmm. actually have to put effort into that, right, right. and you have to like, I don't know. You just actually have to do things. Yeah. Do things, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because but. there's sometimes people out there who say. No, men and women can't be friends for a long time without romantic feelings eventually happening because, you know, it's this idea that comes from the era in which women, I guess, were at home and men were like the ones who are the breadwinners. Mm. And the only way that 
men and women could be together like during back that during that time was mm-hmm. for romance yep. you know and that mm-hmm. was the and then that kind of just carried on into future generations and it kind of stuck in society like mm-hmm. ooh, i mean like if you look at the show friends like chandler and monica yeah they're mm-hmm. you know they eventually don't they eventually like i've never to, watched that yeah neither have i but like me, sorry but i, but, <sighs> I know. You know i don't know <laughs> y'all break my heart but i think it got but removed that's an example, on something though. i was like <laughs> but that's an yeah. example of how you know, Ooh. even in TV shows, we're like, "Ooh, they're gonna be romantic," but, but then, and then it actually happens, and we we are we know the right. plot. Yeah, we, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's also in the same sense of just in real life, like when you have uh, opposite sex friends, you think mm-hmm. that something's gonna happen, mm-hmm. or I don't know. Um, don't you run? Because to be honest, I run it through my head like really fast. I'd be like, "Could I see myself dating them?" <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> nah. It happens. I, yeah. I've done it. I don't know. Yeah. I feel I've like- done it. I don't know about y'all. Nah, I don't know. I'm like every person. Yeah, I feel like I'm such a free butterfly that, like, I'll find an attraction to a girl and a boy, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think I've ever befriended anybody that I've had a sexual attraction to. Or maybe I have, but you know, it's only (laughs) lasted like five minutes. And then I'm like, or a month. Yeah, you know, it's like super, (laughs) it's super short or whatever. And then, you know, it's just like, I really, yeah, it just fades away. You're Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, that person's attractive as fuck, but Mm -hmm. I just wouldn't do anything about it. I think when you do think about it, like, oh, they're hot as shit, like, all the time. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, us, I feel like, yeah, we know we're fucking hot as shit. Mm -hmm. Like, we're half friends. That's it. Yeah. Not Mm -hmm. even to be cocky, but, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotta have some self confidence sometimes. Shit. So mm-hmm. then, you know, even with these male and female friendships, and we talked about kind of some of the challenges that we face, right? And sometimes those challenges can be too much. They can be overbearing, and they can cause a lot of friction. So it can break marriages and yeah, relationships. Exactly. It, no, very true. And so what I'm, I guess, I'm getting is how do you face and cope with? May possibly a loss of a friendship because I'm sure there's people listening who have dealt where Ooh, let's say they're hurt. with someone they're with someone that shit hurt it and I think we all know we've I've personally experienced where we have a friend of the opposite sex and their significant other says uh uh-uh, uh you're not friends with them anymore or they just ghost you because mm. I've experienced that how about mm. you Karina have you experienced that at all um yeah like a bunch of times like mm-hmm. I understand. But at the same time, I don't. Most of the, yeah, most of the time, I don't understand. I don't I'm, give a fuck. <laughs> like I just try to make myself not a threat at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like I keep myself in in the loop with, um, like my are fr- mm-hmm. my friend's significant other more. But what, but what would you do then though if, like in those instances where those those male friends are they just stop talking to you? They just ghost you. Have you ever experienced that? Before? yeah i'd be like dude, how do you how do you deal with that how do you cope with, with i got like so that? sad when it happened mm-hmm. um did you confront them about it at all or no nah, because they blocked me i'm like y'all some oh, bitches man okay. mm. didn't even get the last word whatever Damn. but nah i pretty much told like um another one of my friends that is like was like also my best friend um and he was also a really close close friend of the one that i lost mm-hmm uh i like typed this whole like paragraph um <laughs> a strongly worded letter <laughs> for my last email <laughs> yeah. i was like dear <laughs> dear diary <laughs> you fugly slut no, <laughs> nah um yeah i just typed out like a little paragraph mm-hmm. uh, i was like yeah hey can you send this to this dude he's like what happened i'm like this and this and yeah, I didn't really hear much. And then they ended up breaking up later on. And I was like, yeah, well, I mean, I can be there for you if I wanted to. But like, I feel like that's just going to happen again. And Did like, they? So they tried to reconnect with you. Yeah. Like and I'm just like, no. for what? Like, nah. Yeah, I'm like, for what? They kind of like exposed themselves, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I do remember a time where I was ghosted. Which was really sad. Yeah. yeah How did you sucks. deal with it, Mariana? How did you like cope with? I cried and I watched. Mm-hmm the studio ghibli movies that he bought me oh. for my birthday oh. <laughs> i know Dude, right at least you processed the emotions shit. at least you yes. processed it so i know he was really nice to me he was like a really really nice friend mm-hmm. um but that was one of i'm not gonna lie i think that was one of those friendships that it was like if we were if we were single 
we would definitely be together you know because the the connection was just so strong Mm -hmm. were people shipping you guys I, I think that's the yeah way that they probably yeah, that's the yeah. yeah i think so because we were co-workers you know mm-hmm. that restaurant relationship oh okay <laughs> um but the the fucking around at closing Earl's, time Earl's, <laughs> is it the one downtown on state nah, street no 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 it was the other one oh, okay um yeah but like you know they they were just like fucking around and shit and yeah. then we just ended up being really 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 good friends mm. And he was single at the time, but it was complicated. Mm-hmm. He just didn't want to say anything to me because I feel like he was enjoying my company so much mm-hmm. that he was just too embarrassed to tell me that he was still involved with his ex. Uh, mm-hmm. So oh, he, yeah. yeah, so he eventually like stopped texting me. He stopped Snapchatting me. Mm-hmm. He tried like making up some bullshit ass lie that he let his mom borrow my phone or his phone for the entire day, which is why what? he didn't text me at all. And I was like, okay. At that point, like, just, just don't lie. Like, Yeah, and I'm like, bro, like, I can't even do anything with you either yeah. way. So it's like, I don't know why you're doing that. And literally, one day I just woke up in the morning to a Snapchat picture of, like, him sending me, like, an emoji, an emoji peace sign. Uh-huh. And, like, that was it. Dang. And I was like, his girlfriend was like, send her this fucking picture. Right? Yeah, block her ass right fucking <laughs> I'm now. Breaking out, dude. That bitch was crazy. I think she messaged me too wow. on some crazy oh, ass dude. shit. Dude, I've had that shit happen with like some of my, I don't know, like some random followers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even know your man. I don't want your man. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, bitch, I'm like 18 years old. You're 24. What the fuck oh, are man. you doing tripping Jill over Bates. my little ass? Wait, so then, so then, okay, so did he ever break up with her? I don't, yeah. And did They're he, not together did, did anymore. Did he try to reconnect with you? Um, He added me back on Snapchat, mm-hmm. but he just never said anything to me. Okay. Does he look at your story? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I still have him. Okay. I still have him. Um, okay. But, you know, like, it's just... It's like one of those things where you're like, you know what? It was the when past. you want to reach out, you can reach out, right? Nah, it's not even that? that. I don't give a fuck about him no more. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was like a good. It was a good. It's a good memory to have yeah. because I learned so much from him, and yeah. we had such beautiful um, memories together. And yeah. like, I'm totally okay with that. With not caring. Yeah. About Some people his are life just anymore. for lessons. Yeah, I feel know? like I, oh, yeah. that sounds kind of harsh to say, but like. Yeah, I enjoyed no. my time with yeah. whoever was in my life. It yeah. was like great while it lasted, mm-hmm. whether you were a friend, relationship, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and I see it. To be honest, I'm if you're my friend and we've had conversations about a show like this. Like I've always said that I have multiple soulmates, and oh, I feel yeah. like sometimes like those people that you just know you're never ever gonna forget. That when you look back at the memories that you had with them, mm-hmm. that it's going to be so vivid in your head and that's what makes them so special. And to me, it's like those people I consider to be my soulmates from the era of my past. Mm-hmm. Exes or just friends? Or no, like I'm not talking about exes. Exes, they can all <laughs> suck, <laughs> no, she's talking, suck she's talking my about, dick. This is the friendship <laughs> yeah. episode, Karina. Yeah, no. Sorry. <laughs> all my exes can literally uh, go to fucking hell because uh, they... I feel differently about mine. Except, well, no, well, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. No. I'm cool with one. I'm cool well, with one. You know I'm Johnny. Like, he's oh. close, yeah, he's close fuck. Oh my God, yes, true, Johnny. Yeah, he's close fuck, but like... I love Johnny. <laughs> oh, the rest are just like... Yeah, no, my exes are terrible. I'm acting like I have like a billion. I probably only had like two, three. All of mine are trash (laughs) except one. You both know who she is. I don't even have to. Yeah. Wait, know. the trash one or the not trash one? The not trash oh, one. Oh, okay. yeah, she cool. True. I just have sushi with her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shout out Jenna, wherever yeah. you're at. Shout out Jenna. Yeah, that's so um, lovely. You cool, you cool. No, I actually, <laughs> well, the reason why I wanted to bring up, bring this topic up too is because I have also experienced how I had a friend who ghosted me multiple times and each time it was actually when, well, the, the most recent time she got married and then she stopped talking to me. Damn. The first time Damn. she actually got married. Yeah. So she's, this is the second time she's That's been married. That's a whole marriage. Oh, what? Yeah. So Two the, marriages? So the first time, <laughs> first time we were like really tight, super close. It was amazing. And then I'm not going to lie. Like the first time we hung out, it was kind of like a date mm-hmm. and we were like physically attracted to each other. Nothing mm-hmm. happened, but then we just ended up staying friends. Yeah. Um, 
and then she got married and she stopped talking to me and I didn't even know she got married. She just didn't post it on Instagram or anything. And I was like, damn. And then maybe like a year later, she's, she, I guess she got a divorce and, um, then she hit me up and I was like, okay, I'm willing to forgive her. Cause you know, we connected so well and you know, she reached out to me and she said, sorry. And I'm like, okay, cool. And we started talking again. We started hanging out. And then six months later, she gets, finds a guy. And then two months later, she gets married. And oh my God. And I actually sent her a long text saying, yo, I don't appreciate the way, how you've just ghosted me. And you just completely fall off the face of the earth. You don't even respond to my calls or texts yeah. anymore. Bec- and I told, I told her straight out, like, don't try contacting me anymore because I realize who you are yeah. and that you don't set a priority for yeah. your friendships and you're willing to cut me off and you're more concerned about another man and yeah. his opinions. Right. Um, and unfortunately I've had, like I've had friends where that significant other really controls what they say or oh, what they dude, think. It gets so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I'm at that see. point where I just don't let it get to me anymore. Cause it used to, I'm just like, Oh, with like other friends. Yeah. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Um, mm. but I don't let that get yeah. to me anymore. I'm just like, whatever, dude. Mm. Like, I think you're adult enough to know yeah. what you're deciding and like what you're doing. I just wanted to highlight that we all had different ways of coping with the loss of a friendship. Like you, oh, you yeah, kind of, yeah. you just like yeah. let it out. You, it was more just kind of like, you try to like, I'm like, man, fuck you. Yeah. And you try to talk Whole to time I was locked. <laughs> his, his friend's friend, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. And then after and that, to, to I was like, cope whatever. With it. And me, I was like, I straight up directly like talked to them and said like, Hey, they probably never read the text, but it said it delivered, so that's all that matters. So yeah. they know where I stand, right? Because I, I don't like yeah. that. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah, losing a friend is really hard. Um, but I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's so easy for me to make friendships that mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah. like eh. it makes up for it. Like, mm-hmm. and plus, yeah. you meet other like cool new people, and mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter how long you've known someone. Someone can can come in your life mm-hmm. and just like treat you way better than yeah. someone that you've known for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which mm-hmm. yeah, I've had that like happen. Yeah. And see, and that's one of the things too. It's like, if I like when I'm, when I first met Eden, you know, I was already friends with Manny mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know, like I don't think Eden ever had any doubts of, manny or felt insecure of manny and like even if he did you know like i told him straight up i'm like man look i have (laughs) all guy friends if you if you see me with girlfriends that's very rare Mm -hmm. so don't even be surprised if all the people i introduced you to are males Mm -hmm. because that is what my life is and you're either gonna accept it or me and you are going to have a very difficult relationship because yeah. I don't like to be told who I can and cannot talk she to. She doesn't like yeah. to be told who <laughs> she can and cannot talk to. Yeah, no, I yeah. don't like it. And <laughs> be, it's because I know where I stand mm-hmm. and I know how far I would let things yeah. go to yeah. that I know that it's, okay, this is time to stop this yeah. because yeah. it's just getting a little weirder you know mm-hmm. it's just starting to develop into a perception that i'm not mean meaning to bring which is another thing i want to freaking get into is like do you think that men for us or for you specifically karina um do you think men get the wrong perception of what your friendship is a lot mm. Like, how often do you have guys be like, yo, I think you're super cute. We're, you're cool as fuck, too, All because you're so perfect. <laughs> All the time. Dude, simp for her. Damn, y'all, y'all they simp for her gorilla group. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Go ahead, Karina. Answer the question. Juicy moose gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're okay. funny as um, Damn. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm straightforward. So, like. Yeah, if we flirt, whatever, I'm either going to go for it or I don't. So, Mm -hmm. and then another thing, like, yeah, if I find you attractive, like, I'll, like, compliment you or whatever. But um, sometimes, like, a compliment can be taken as, like, oh, like, I want to get with you. And I'm just like, nah, like, I just think you're cute. Like, or, like, I complimented you. Like, I can be like, oh, hey, Manny, like, cool ass tattoos. He'd be like, 
Shit, he'll probably be like, <laughs> be like oh you want to fuck i'm like <laughs> you're like um <laughs> i mean those are your tattoos bro what um <laughs> no but like yeah i've had people just think like different things i'm like no dude chill i think sometimes mm-hmm. people are looking for anything Love. oh or yeah. anything to just get an entryway into like talking to you or like a hint or like or, validating uh, they're like you know like maybe they think you're attractive Karina, right they, they think you're attractive man they think i'm attractive and let's say we say something nice to them and so that's therefore validating what they're assuming like oh they must like like me because i already like them because i just saw them they're attractive right. but we don't know what their assumptions are mm-hmm. so we're thinking one thing they're thinking a completely different other thing like right oh they just said hi to me yeah see i knew it i knew i was right all right what's up you know oh my god you know yeah. stuff like that just like yeah, no. Weird asses. No. I feel like men are so weird sometimes. Yeah, yeah like, true, Oh my true. God. And, and see, like, that's one thing is ugh. I think also another reason why I connect. <laughs> We're out here like, oh, we connect with guys so much. Yeah. But, uh, and I'll say, all right. I'll say as, as, a, as a male, <laughs> what helps me connect with women so well is because I always want to make sure, and I think this is really important, that men out there should be able to make sure that their female counterparts feel Feel safe safe, yes like feel comfortable because i know there's a lot of there's a lot of really there is a lot of a lot of creepy dudes and there's like let's just be honest in a power dynamic a guy is seen stronger as a woman and Mm. you know that's just how it is like it's very hard to get past that and i know that so i know that i have to make sure that i don't make them feel that they're powerless or they feel uncomfortable and so Mm -hmm. i think that's another reason why like i connect well with uh, with other women is because I never want to make them feel like I'm brooding this testosterone bro douchebaggy like i want to cuff you i want to lick you from inside out i'm not i don't even flirt like anymore i don't i don't do that rarely and when i flirt it's more just like conversation like you couldn't even tell so it just takes way too much out of me i'm like yeah especially with this weather i'm like dude i'm too tired to like even flirt Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. if it happens it happens Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. but i feel like it's like kind of rare for me now i'm Mm -hmm. just like uh, yeah focus on my own thing yeah so manny how like going back on what you said Mm -hmm. clearly you have a lot of experience um befriending women Mm -hmm. so what advice do you have for men out there Ooh, good question. who need advice mm-hmm. on how to befriend women without coming off as like yeah. a sexual predator because yeah. that that you know because that's literally what it is like men who constantly are just after women and like yeah. constantly complimenting them and you know of course i'm sure they mean well by their creepy compliments but there's a better way to introduce that topic of their beauty so what advice do you have for men to just be less creepy and provide a safe Mm -hmm. space for women yeah i I would say first of all i think you have to definitely look at them not like a piece of meat right like you can't Mm -hmm. you can't just like it's so easy to fall into that trap as a guy because we're you know, a lot of guys I know, a lot of people just like get really horny, a lot of guys. And you have to be, you just have to not think with your dick and just like, don't look at a woman like a piece of meat because Mm -hmm. she's not looking at you that way. So why don't you treat her with the same respect? And, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it's like, imagine if let's, this is just for my straight men out there. Um, imagine if there's a gay guy hollering at you, trying to hit on you. He's, he's like trying to like grope you or whatnot. Wouldn't you feel very uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. I've, cause I've, I've somewhat experienced that. And I, I've even told my, like my, my female friends like, yo, I know how a woman feels cause a gay man hit on me. And I'm like, yo, that's, it's really uncomfortable and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's just not, I just don't it's like overbearing. it. It's overbearing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my, you know, so mm-hmm. I would say definitely just treat it's so simple like you definitely have to treat them with respect because they're someone's sister there's someone's daughter they could be someone's mom you know like mm-hmm. just think of and it that they're way. just human period bitch i don't gotta be nobody exactly. to you yeah. or in the world yeah. i'm a human being it's like That's imagine if that was your sister yeah imagine like it was your sister or your mother or your, yeah. your aunt or you know someone who's a a woman figure in your life that you can relate to because mm-hmm. you know 
you don't want to be another statistic, I think. You don't want to be just another guy that falls into the trap that's like, oh, don't talk to him. He's kind of creepy. Like, do you mm. want to be known as that? Think about... Know, know your values. Yeah, know, yeah, know, know your, your values. values. And if you are point. looking for love, my dude, like, <laughs> you're not going to find love everywhere you look. Tinder. You need Bumble. to... Yeah. Like, <laughs> you need to do some <laughs> real... <laughs> Yeah, you need to do some real investigating on what your values yeah. are and what what it is that you are looking for in a woman. Impulse in, control, self-control yeah. is really important. I and think. if you just want to fuck, dude, like, yeah, go ahead and do that. But do that with, like... Somebody who wants that. Yeah, people yeah. that aren't looking for anything and that actually want, like, that attention from you yeah. and just want the same thing as you. Just, like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm all about being sexually liberated, but, like... Be cool about it. Be safe about it. Be like not yeah. predatory. Or- oh my I've, god! I've had an experience yeah. where I've actually, to be honest, like I've like I've hit on a girl or whatnot, or I'll I'll send like a not a rude text. It's more like a like just a flirty text, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't. I don't get the same back, and I'm like, yeah. or they just kind of ignore it, or they don't respond. I'm like, all right, cool. Like mm-hmm. I shot my shot, but I'm not. But I'm not going to be all crude about it and keep like pressing them on it. Yeah. Because like I said, I never and then want insult them. them. Yeah, I never want <laughs> them to feel uh, like uncomfortable. Dude, like I yeah. said, so <laughs> if if it doesn't work the first time, and it, then it's just like okay, just let it go. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. There's just forget another it. Another fish in the sea, so yeah. it doesn't matter. So I guess that I guess that's my advice in a way. But yeah. then my question is for the both of you: What's your advice to a woman out there who? are maybe dealing with kind of this, you know, on the opposite end, you know, where they feel like they're having struggles maybe even in a relationship and their significant other's like, oh, I don't like your male friends. What, what advice can you give to them? Uh, and what can, advice can you give to like single women out there who... Man, fuck them. <laughs> Leave now. Do your own thing. Yeah, life is too short um, to limit your friendships and life is way too short to limit your happiness if your happiness is 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 having friendships then you need to focus on what your Mm -hmm. happiness is and you're gonna find somebody out there that's okay with you yeah you know living your life being your own person Mm -hmm. exploring other um aspects of life because that's what everybody provides you in one way or another is a different aspect of what life is Mm -hmm. and you know for real fuck them if they really are pressing you hard as fuck about the fact that you know like they feel uncomfortable about somebody that has been around for really really long time Mm -hmm. and that you know truly does not have any bad intentions then you know, at that point, you girl, love yourself, baby girl. Yeah, you better <laughs> you better reevaluate what you can do mm-hmm. to help the situation because there's you can get over that. It just depends on the foundation of trust. So, Karina, since you're single, for the single yes. woman out there, what advice can you give to single women out there who have guy friends, a lot of guy friends, and maybe? Maybe they um, they've experienced where you know a friend is catching feelings or sexual tension. What advice can you give to them where they're kind of like, I want to continue this friendship, but you know I don't want to have to worry about this being an issue anymore. You know, what can you say to them? Um, I just set boundaries. I'd be like, hey, um, or I'm like a really bad texter to be honest. So I think that by itself is like a little clue like hey i'm not like interested but um yeah just set boundaries i'd be like hey like oh you're cool as fuck or whatever or or or, like i just i don't know i just wouldn't i just wouldn't try to make it seem like i'm trying to like you're interested yeah like i'm interested because like sometimes Mm -hmm. guys like just don't get it like their instinct kind of fucking sucks Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i'm just like all right i gotta do the fucking work that's fine (laughs) but um yeah i mean one Mm -hmm. can only try but yeah i just try to just keep my distance or if like i just want to be friends with them Mm -hmm. um yeah just tell them like hey like i'm not interested all this stuff and hopefully they take it like not the wrong way mm-hmm. right which i don't think i've had like anyone take it the wrong way and it worked out because like i have like the greatest guy friends right now um and yeah 
Yeah, I think as long as you're very respectful of how you reject somebody, yeah, um, you know, that also is super important. You know, somebody's expressing their attraction towards you, whether you like it or not, yeah. it's a compliment. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. Obviously, it depends on how they say it. Yeah. So, But if they say it in a very respectful way, then definitely don't respond back with an attitude or, you know, like tell them yeah. off. Just kindly decline yeah yeah we're adults guys yeah don't be toxic yeah i think guys need to learn also lastly one little thing be willing to accept the word no in all forms you know verbal and non-verbal because uh women that's what they've learned how to say no i'm sure you both are very good at learning how to say no to men yes so Mm. oh yeah for where men they when do you ever hear them say nah nah i don't want you girl like (laughs) you know so um i think men need to learn how to accept rejection because i feel like a lot of men when they when they receive rejection it's like you're not accept it they feel insecure about then their Mm -hmm. manliness because their manliness prides on can I get at you? Can I get a girl? True. And when I can't, well, then I guess I'm not much of a guy because I'm not like my other guy friends. So mm-hmm. just reevaluate who's around you and what are some stereotypes that you're thinking about yourself that could be very toxic because, you know, you have to look within yourself and realize, oh, I don't want to be like that anymore. Because to be honest, I used to be like that in college. And then I reevaluated actually my, the friendship I had, my best friend at the time and i was like oh yeah i don't want to be like that anymore i don't want to be like that kind of guy and then mm-hmm. i stopped being like that and you know i've changed a lot so yeah um, definitely that's just my advice for the better yeah. yeah and one last thing i do want to say going back on what i said um for people who are in relationships or marriages or it's a complicated situation or whatever. Um, you know, guys, I think compromising is another really big thing in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to drop somebody that you have been friends with, but you know, it's not it's nothing special. Like you need to make the sacrifices for the person that you truly want. And that's what you gotta know within your own heart. Is it worth the sacrifice of this friendship? What does this person bring to me Mm -hmm. in my life that my partner doesn't and i need Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so yes your freedom is important your happiness is important but definitely make sure that your relationship is also important to you if you are in that relationship Mm -hmm. because that's what a relationship is you can't love anyone if you don't love yourself yes exactly and if you can't make compromises for your own happiness yeah. and for the happiness of the partner that you chose yeah. mm-hmm. um but i think that's it you guys that was such a good episode Yay. such good discussions thank you karina for thank coming you. on yes welcome. traveling all the way out here yes <laughs> we flew you in <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys super uh, special <laughs> yeah no for real thank you where can everyone find you on socials. Um, at Fitpunzel at F-I-T-P-U-N-Z-E-L. Thanks for having me, guys. It was so fun. Yes. You guys, thank you for tuning in on another episode of Behind the Raver Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share this podcast with your friends. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, so please be yes. sure to leave a review. Leave a review. Leave those five it takes stars. like two seconds to yes. click on them five stars. Yes. You know, guys, please follow us on all of the socials that we have and stay tuned for more announcements of Behind the Raver yes. and the Behind the Raver Project. Yes. yes. Thank you, everyone. Bye. See you guys. Bye.